0: Football season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. Bet sides, predict scores, track player props, even do props on politics. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. If the game already kicked off or tipped off, don't worry. They've got live in-game action, sweet action, on every Major event, even eSports. No better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go there, sign up, type in promo code ZABE and get a 100% sign-up bonus. It's easy and you'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary, terms and conditions apply, void where prohibited. Today on the Cast, Cowboy Mike will unload his woes to me. Why Jarrah clings to Jason Garrett like a child to a blanket. Notorious J-A-Y stops in for a visit. And because we missed Drew this week, a resounding double FTG for your pleasure. And wait until you hear about the Gucci sneakers with the pre-installed dirt. Your essential Sports Talk Day starter is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go.
1: Here we go.
0: Thursday, November 8, 2018. Thank you for downloading. Let's get right into it. First of all, an email, and I asked for these, regarding Steakhouse Confidential. Andy Braun writes to say, Zabe, might I suggest you begin all your stories with, I know this is going to sound like a crazy fantasy, but every word of it is true. A la Kramer reading Penthouse Forum. Seriously though, outstanding segment, Keep it coming. Andy Braun in Milwaukee. Yes, I think we've got a hit. I was quite surprised and delighted and pleased with the audio quality of the recording, and I said, this is going to work. This is going to work. I am. I went and bought, I bought four pretty much low-end microphones, but they're handheld mics. They're like $70 mics. They're, they would be like singer's microphones. Like if you're just a, a, a singer in a, a band, uh, you know, you would get one of those microphones. And I uh, resurrected my old H6 Zoom recorder, which has four XLR inputs with adjustable volume and a lot of software behind it. that lets you make sure the levels are just right. And that is the ticket. That is the t- sounded good. sounded good. I liked it. And the content was pretty good as well. We're going to work on that. I'm going to work on getting some higher name Bigger name guests instead of just my Goomba buddies. But I liked it. So if you liked it, thank you very much for saying so. This is a, well, that was a good idea, Steakhouse Confidential. I'm going to give you a bad idea, a terrible idea, an idea that I'm surprised has not gotten more national run. But then again, maybe I'm just not paying attention. I don't see everything nationally. I do try to keep up with the rundown shows, the facts versus volume, did to did not. Oh, yeah, shut up. All these shows in ESPN and Fox Sports. This story is amazing. Phil Mushnick takes it to the woodshed in the New York Post. The Mets have hired a new general manager. Meet the Mets. Greet them. You know, I've got that song. If you want it, okay. There you go. Step right up. And greet the Mets. So, why the Mets would do what they have done is beyond my understanding. But maybe they're playing three-dimensional chess that I can't quite understand. The Mets have hired as their new GM a guy by the name of Brody Van Wagonen. Handsome devil. Tall, athletic, square-jawed, just a little bronzed of sun it looks like from, I'm sure, his summer in the Hamptons. Rich, great hair, looks good in a suit. Former player-agent in Major League Baseball for 17 years. Here's the problem. Two of his biggest clients are Noah Syndergaard, and Jacob Degrom, that's right, Mets. He doesn't need to meet those Mets. He's already represented them, and will will recuse himself. They say now, whenever the Mets go into the boardroom to discuss, should we keep them? Should we trade them? How much are we going to pay? Voidable years. Don't worry, the GM will recuse himself because of a. Appearance of a conflict of interest. In other words, writes Phil Mushnick, New York Post, the Mets have hired a GM who, when it most counts, when it most counts, a GM who will not get involved. How is that going to work exactly, he asks, when, for example, DeGrom's future is discussed, will Van Wagenen leave the room, or to be extra cautious, the country too? Will that determination about his future be quick, perhaps completed over lunch, while the GM has no say whatsoever? His input won't be solicited or known or weighed or at at the very least fully suspected in the process. Are we to somehow believe the Mets have hired a GM whom they'll gag and handcuff whenever it's time to make big decisions? Van Wagenen seems too smart to not know better. But we're not too smart to see this, asks Mushnik. Co-owner Jeff Wilpon explained about DeGrom and the situation with the new GM. Quote, we have to have some others responsible for doing the actual contract right now. Others? How about their GM? Asks Mushnick. You know, the actual contract. By the way, does that mean Van Wagenen can work on virtual contracts? Including those for his very recent, as in last week recent, clients? including Ioannis Cespedes, sold to the Mets for four years and $110 million, who has provided next to nothing since? More significantly asks Mushnick, why? Why would the Mets hire a GM who might not be able to play a significant role in whether the club re-signs or signs their many former clients and best players? Great questions. It's almost like, well, there's no other GMs out there. And why hasn't Major League Baseball swooped in to stop the Will pons from this absolutely horrible, terrible idea. I guess because baseball doesn't give a shit. As Mushnick points out, if baseball under Bud Sealing didn't demand the liquidation of the Wilpon family's financially reckless Mets as being a major part of the Ponzi scheme known as the Bernie Madoff scandal, then why start now? When this deal was made it to Manfred's desk for approval, the commissioner should have immediately nailed it with the John McEnroe red ink pad. You cannot be serious stamp. But there it is. Good luck, Mets. Good luck. Okay, as I do after each and every cowboy debacle, the bigger the better, I call my buddy Cowboy Mike, and I get him revved up about the state of his team, and I gently feed him with little things that I think is going to get him matter and matter, and then I hit secretly record on my laptop. And then I publish his misery right here on the ZabeCast without any express written consent or permission. More importantly, how about them cowboys?
2: Oh boy, yeah, <laughs> man, that was bad last night. You know, at home, rest, yeah, you know, coming off of a bye, bad team, playing a bad team. The problem is we're a worse team than that bad team that
0: we played. Absolutely. And yeah. and what would infuriate me if I were a Cowboy fan was seeing Dak Prescott, who's standing in front of a fairly clean pocket, a guy's double teamed, and he gets up off the ground, literally gets up off the ground right in front of him, with a lot of other places to go in the pocket. And begins to sack Dak Prescott, and then strips the ball from him.
2: I know. Well, that's the – I mean, there's a million little things, but, uh, you know, he's super – what do I say? Like, now he's a turnover machine. And, like, it's one thing if you've got a risk-taker gunslinger, right, who who turns the ball over. But he's, like, a scaredy-cat, super conservative, doesn't throw long – doesn't throw until guys are wide open, doesn't anticipate breaks. He doesn't do anything good that you need from a quarterback. And, you know, the, the one trade up, you say, well, he's a game manager and he won't lose it
0: for you, but he will. Right. Like that play was as almost as bad as the play against the Redskins, where he fumbled the one.
2: Yeah. Almost as bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so you're getting the worst of both worlds from a quarterback standpoint. You know I think our coaches are just out of ideas. Garrett's gotta be fired, and Lenahan with him. Um, you know defense has played well all year, but they didn't play well last night. I think because they were, you know I think they were tired, right? You know time of possession I think that does impact it, but they didn't play well.
0: Well, I just you heard just I, everybody. I just, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Your boy Troy called for a, cle- a clearing, a, a clear clear the decks.
2: I'm with Troy on that one. <laughs> you know, I might use one of his catch and say, good job by him there.
0: <laughs> that's a good job by Jerry there firing everybody. That's a real good job. Did, did a good effort <laughs> there. Yeah. Uh, I mean,. I heard the announcers yeah, he, I heard the announcers basically saying they're praising the innovative play calling of the Titans and then they were yeah. saying as gently as they could what in the world is Dallas doing?
2: Yes, I know. I wish they wouldn't be so gentle.
0: <laughs> um well you got Witten in the booth, you know how he's going to be.
2: Yeah, but he, you know I I didn't I was at Miller's uh, for the first half, I watched the second half at home, but um, I didn't hear him say. But the, you know, on Twitter, the guys were saying like, you know, Witten even Witten was saying was ripping the 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 you know call play Yeah, calls
0: a yeah, bit. no, he 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 definitely kind of was. Well, how close is Jerry to firing Red Jesus, the clapper? Not, not close. Not close. <laughs> how?
2: Not cl- see, that's the fucking problem, and this is why Aikens right. You got fucking Jerry. He loves Garrett, and he doesn't want a new coach. He, he just doesn't. But Garrett is a fucking bum. <laughs> he always has been. You know, he had Romo to kind of drag him along and build a reputation as an offensive guy. But, you know, as the more and more time goes by, you got to say that was 90% Romo. Because, he, you know, when... You know, when Romo went down, they had the Castle-Weeden experiment. You know, I mean, we can see what they do. I mean, they were they were non-competitive offensively when Romo was down. Uh, like, you know, like, how you old, it, like how you call it, ten-year stretch.
0: Like how you call Castle-Weeden, a combination. Yeah, of,
2: they're the same. they the same guy.
0: Like like Jennifer yeah. Garner and Ben Affleck, Affleck. <laughs> <Benifer. laughs> yeah,
2: Castle-Weeden. <Yeah. laughs> castle <laughs> Yes, you've seen that. And, you know, the, the one outlier, of course, is 2016, where Dak came in. But, you know, I think we've seen enough to say that was sort of like the RG3 miracle, you know, year. Well, without, yeah. You know, without the injury that, that kind of precipitated at the and, ending of that. You know, and you, that you was know, just sort of an alignment of the stars that one year wow. that resulted in a loss to Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Like...
0: You know all the other years. So you uh you you know who you need to uh, follow on Twitter and and watch his breakdowns is Brian Baldinger. Oh okay. Look for Brian Baldinger on Twitter at Baldy Breakdown. I think is his Twitter handle. He, okay. He's great. He doesn't have like all the fancy graphics. He basically just points his cell phone at the the film, the coach's film that he gets from you know uh, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and and he just goes through it over and over. And he's so great because. <laughs> There, there are several plays where the offensive line for the Cowboys, they were running around like chickens without a direction or a concept on anything. And Baldinger's like, what are they doing? What, What is this play? Is this a wham trap or is this counter-tray? I mean, this why is this guy blocking here? What's going on here? You know, These are plays where like Zeke gets completely swallowed up by a totally unblocked linebacker as right. there's a disaster going on on the offensive line. It's fascinating, although depressing if you're a Cowboy fan.
2: Right now, I'm just curious. Did did you see? Was that for last night's game or other games? No, so last, night's game. last
0: night's oh, game. Last night's game. Oh
2: okay. Okay, like you said, they got a new coach for last night's game. Who that? Uh, Colombo, uh, their former. Oh, okay. Tackle, I think, from Green Bay.
0: They hired him. Yeah.
2: So they they last last year, they basically fired everybody below the head coach and you know coordinator level. Right. Yeah, so they have a new quarterbacks coach, running backs coach, line coach, defensive backs coach, linebacker coach, right? They just, you know, cuz Jerry can't fire Garrett, so they fire everybody else. And they hired a new offensive line coach which they fired over the bye week. Jesus. Um, Not- you know, and of course when he when he was hired the, the the you know, the people were like, "Why this guy? You know, you're a zone blocking team, he's a power block guy." You know, for yeah. 30 years. So uh, I was ho- I was hoping you'd say, "Oh, that was for prior games," and then I'd have reason to think, you know, this new coach no. would be better.
0: No, this is last okay. night. Uh, go go check out his Twitter feed. It's uh, it's illuminating but oh. horrifying at the same time. Are you okay?
2: I will, but I will say this though: Dak, by holding the ball and tapping the ball in the pocket, he's making it much harder. in My opinion. I'm not a coach, but he's making it harder for that offensive line. You know, the a number of sacks. I think. Dak has open receivers and enough time to throw. He's just afraid to throw it. Yeah. Or he doesn't see it. He reminds me of your mule head guy, Jason Campbell, (laughs) who, you know, and I call him mule head because it's like he just got kicked in the head by a mule, and he's like all woozy. (laughs) And, you know, you can see the guy. He's looking at the guy. He's open. He's open. He's open. Fucking throw Throw it. it. Right. But then he walks him off, and it's like, are you not even seeing that guy? <laughs> you know, obviously it's not every time, but it's the NFL. You only got to fuck that up, you know, three times. That turns a win into a loss. Yeah. You know,
0: you, and you got to split you know, second. Like, you got to split second to yeah. throw it to a guy who's open. And then, and then you wait a second. He's not open anymore.
2: He's not open anymore. And yeah, there were, you know, so, and you know, I like. I don't even know why I say that. I like Dak. I wish he didn't suck, but he just kind of sucks. And our coaching staff, I don't think he's like hopeless, but I think he's hopeless with our coaching staff.
0: Yeah, you're not getting anything out of him. And maybe this is just me. Is Zeke Elliott getting a little bit fatter and a little bit more spacey, dumb-looking all the time? I mean, that haircut is ridiculous, but whatever. He's looking more and more like, dude, are you trying?
2: Yeah, you know he's, you know he's a knucklehead, you know, and it pisses me off because like if you're going to take a running back at four, he better be perfect,
0: you know. And then you feel the obligation to feed him all this time because we took him at number four, and sometimes game plans dictate you're not going to give it to him for more than twelve or thirteen times because that's just not the game plan.
2: And that's why teams don't draft running backs high in the first round anymore.
0: Right. Because um, if you draft you know, wide receivers and they only get a few targets, it's not as big a deal as, how come you only gave Zeke 12 carries?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Zeke's a good running back, but like all running backs, he needs a hole. And I do think he's a dope. You know, he's a knucklehead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and maybe worse than that, right? But he's already been suspended. I think that was a, you know, kind of a.
0: That was bullshit. You know, but it,
2: you know what? I thought it was bullshit. Yeah. But. But, you know, like a number four guy should have no off-the-field concerns. And all that stuff that got him suspended, um, I want to say it was after the draft, but maybe it couldn't have been. I don't know. I mean, before the draft is what I was going to say, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was after the draft.
0: So you literally don't think if the Cowboys don't win another game this year, and they will, by the way. They'll probably win against my Redskins. But if they don't win another game this year, you're telling me Jason Garrett survives because Jerry just loves his puppet.
2: I think I, I wouldn't go that far. Jerry's going to do everything he can and spin it as much as he can and lie to himself as much as he can to keep Jason Garrett. <laughs> and, you know, L- L- Lenahan is dead man walking. You know, he's, I, I mean, he, I don't know why they don't fire him, you know, now. Um, he's, I mean, whatever. But, you know, so like I think if the Cowboys go 7-9, and nine, Jerry's going to say, well, we had some injuries. Yeah, we did lose Sean Lee there for a month, and uh, we would have made the playoffs, you know. You know what I mean? He's going to just convince himself to keep them. Now, I do think, though, if they lose, you know, four out of the next five, if they finish, let's say, 6-10 and 10 or 5-11, and 11, which is very likely, uh, I think at that point the outcry is going to be so great that Jerry's going to, you know, look at his, you know, pocketbook and say, you know what, I, I can't I can make more money. Yeah. With with you know, I, I don't want to fire him, but now you know it's getting now it's getting real.
0: But look at all our teams besides the Eagles, the Giants have an Eli Manning yeah. situation that they don't know how to handle, and they they completely suck. O-line's terrible. They're going to be back up at the top of the draft. They may have to go after a quarterback. Who knows? My Redskins are finding out Alex Smith at 34 years old has been a yeah. huge, huge mistake. And they've got a ton yeah. of injuries. And they need a number one wide receiver. You guys have your situation. Which of us three has the f- will be first to return to any semblance of glory? Any semblance of glory? Redskins. Why?
2: They're, they're just, they, okay, one Jerry Jones doesn't own the rest. Okay. Not the all
0: right. We do Garrett, have, we do have Dan player. Snyder, though.
2: We have Dan and Snyder. Eli Manning's not your quarterback. I'm just doing all my, like, like uh, <laughs> the other, yeah, this is, yeah, don't confuse that with me complimenting your organizational direction. It's just that that are the Giants and Cowboys, that's all. Um. God
0: it it'll yeah. be it'll be sad if the 3 of our teams don't get our shit together for the next 5 or 10 years and let the goddamn soulless godless savages in Philadelphia have a free run for an extended right. period of time a
2: golden era of yeah <laughs> you know comfortably winning yeah winning 5 out of like, 6 division games and what if you know, we become
0: and, this is an unthinkable thought what if we become like the Bills, the Jets, yeah. and the Dolphins to the Patriots, where we just basically forfeit the division to the Eagles through sheer incompetence for a decade. Right.
2: Yeah, and they get home the home playoff game every year.
0: Oh.
2: Put it on the calendar. Yeah. Fuck. I know. I know. And then we're going to be rooting for, yeah, uh, these other teams. Yeah, that's bad. It's bad. Um, you know, in Cowboy Land it's bad because yeah, you can't you know, you can't you can't get rid of Linehan without getting rid of Garrett, and you can't get rid of Garrett without getting rid of Jerry, and you can't get rid of Jerry because he owns the fucking team.
0: And once Jarrett goes to the great skybox in the sky, I've already got Steven. Steven's been groomed to become the next Jones I owner. Know.
2: Right. And that's the other, I mean, that's the other, I mean, you're dead right about that, but what, like, even if he does fire Garrett, let's pretend he fires him this afternoon, what faith should Cowboy fans have that Jerry's going to hire a good coach? He only, he hired two coaches in 29 years, two good coaches, they both hated him, and they both walked out on him, because he's a dick. Right? The rest have been Schmoe's day. know, well, Campo was just glad to have a job. He was a linebacker's coach, for crying out loud. Right. Chan Daly was a failed experiment. Switzer was a, you know, a bomb on his couch.
0: Swit- Switzer was the real-life equivalent of the movie Trading Places with Eddie yeah. Murphy.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes,
0: I can't believe, but uh, you must have told me that before. But that is, you're right. Campo, <laughs> Gailey, Wade Phillips, yes. great coordinator, Wade just Phillips. not not a good head coach. Exactly. And now, oh, yeah. now you got, and then yes. now you got the clapper. The only two guys that were good said, "Fuck it, I'm leaving." Parcells and Jimmy Johnson.
2: Absolutely right. Yeah. Hmm. So I have. You know, I, I just have no, you know, I, I. But at this point, I will just take the idiot behind the curtain instead of Jason Garrett. You know, I'll, just give me a new guy to hate. There you go. I am, like, you know, not hate, but you know what I mean. To oh, frustrate yeah. a me.
0: A new, um, a new guy to hate. That 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 is the essence of football fandom, isn't it? I'm ready for a new guy <laughs> to hate.
2: Because <laughs> we're, you know, we're just stuck. You know, we're like. No. Married to the logo. It's like I can't just be a Rams fan or something or a Saints fan, right?
0: Well, I'm if stuck. you're if you're Julius Germany, Caddy at, well, at Aaron Hills, go right ahead. Be a fan of whoever you want.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Inner city, Atlanta, kid.
0: Patriot fans Patriot. since
2: 2001.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Darnedest thing. Football season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. Bet sides, predict scores, track player props, even do props on politics. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. If the game already kicked off or tipped off, don't worry. They've got live in-game action, sweet action, on every major event, even eSports. No better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go there, sign up. Type in promo code ZABE and get a 100% sign-up bonus. It's easy, and you'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's mybookie.ag, promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Joining us now, the king of Baltimore, Maryland, a man who is neck deep in politics as we speak, the notorious Jay A.Y., how was your election night up there in Baltimore?
1: It was wonderful. I stayed up till 2 a.m. looking at all the returns because uh, my team won by 50%. It was over by, it was, uh, the polls ended at 8.
0: You're talking state races or you're talking your particular candidate? I'm
1: talking state races. I'm saying I, I got done early because my people, the polls ended at 8. They were declared the winner at 8 5.
0: Yeah, team, so, team donkey, you know.
1: Yeah, so so I literally had nothing to do but watch coverage till two a.m. and it was glorious. I yeah. love election coverage.
0: Yeah, you win. You love it when your team wins.
1: No, no, no. I like it because I like watching Wolf Blitzer and John King argue over who gets the most time because John, K- John King wants to talk about the board, and Wolf is like, oh, we've got breaking news, and John <laughs> King will say, Wolf, I've got some more to talk about. I, that's what I love. I, that's my favorite thing.
0: Does it not blow you away, though, how it is the country can be so schizophrenic as to the way they vote and who they vote for? Like there is, is There are some states that have two Republican senators Two Republican, or however many Republican congressmen, and a Democrat governor. Like, I don't understand that. Iowa elected a Democrat governor. Kansas, Kansas. elected a Democrat governor. It's like, yes. Kansas That's is as one. deep red as it gets. Like, what
1: the fuck? We had two Muslim women. It was just... It,
0: and then it just, Maryland, Maryland with, with your boy Larry Hogan, moonwalked to a six-point victory.
1: Do you want to hear the worst thing ever about Maryland? So two weeks ago, I'm walking. There's like tunnels to go from one building to the other. And I was walking with someone to go to the human resources building. And this guy walks by and the guy's like, do you know who that is? And I'm like, no. He goes, that's Lieutenant Governor. I didn't know the Lieutenant Governor was black dude. His name was Rutherford. Did not know it. And I felt like an idiot.
0: Rutherford, huh?
1: Rutherford,
0: yes. <laughs> but, I, but it's just... Didn't just even know to, it. <laughs> didn't even know it. It was funny. Yeah. All right. So two things, though, and then we'll uh, pivot quickly to sports. These are non-partisan. Best tweet of the night I saw about politics, and this applies to Florida, where the voting is always close, and it was close again between Rick Scott and... Who was he going against for that Senate oh, seat down there?
1: Um, um, oh, God. Gillum. Who did Rick, Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah
0: uh, Andrew no, Rick Gillum. Scott was, oh, no, Rick was, Scott went for Senate. He was, he was Senate. the former Gillum, governor. Gillum, Gillum and Cassandra DeSantis for, for governor. governor. DeSantis yeah. barely beat Gillum for governor, and Rick Scott barely beat the Democrat for the Senate seat. But they were very close. Exactly. Yes, Somebody tweeted, yes. Jay, and this is great, quote, I swear Florida could be voting between ice cream and a kick to the head And the results would still be 50.5% to (laughs)
1: 49.5%. That is
0: is the best tweet ever. That is 1,000% true. Florida has been tighter than shit on everything ever since Gore v. Bush 2000.
1: And will it ever change?
0: I don't know. I don't would, think it will. I think would it would think depend. It. it would depend on the dem- demographic shifts of the country. I think. I think there's enough rednecks that don't want to pay taxes that are flooding in from the north, and there's enough illegals and Hispanics flooding in from the south. It's all just canceling each other out. But
1: didn't they? Didn't they go Obama though? Really big though. For, yeah. For the eight- well, okay.
0: Obama. Obama won a lot of states, really yeah. big. Especially the swing states. Uh the other thing about the election, which is great, and I'm sure you know this, Dennis Hoff won his <laughs> seat in Nevada despite being dead for a month.
1: R. I. P. to Dennis Hoff.
0: Dead oh. Dead brothel pimp wins election. Great There's headline.
1: There's hope for me. I can win something.
0: <laughs> you gotta die first, though. And and the Republicans. And and the Republicans love it because he had modeled himself after Trump, saying things like "Make Nevada Nevada again," and he Wait was very right. Well, you know, sort of wild and unregulated, with lots more whore joints. Obviously, <laughs> he he uh, he was kind of a wild loose cannon that the Republicans didn't really want to cozy up to. But he riled up the base. They won the seat, and then he dies, and they made sure to keep him on the ballot so he would win. And now the Republicans get to pick his replacement. So it's kind of the best of both worlds.
1: I love politics. Isn't it? Yeah, politics is interesting. Okay, I'm telling you, it's just as good as sports. I'm sorry.
0: It it is, but there's one key thing: you have to unplug your care about oh winning okay. and losing. You have to be absolute mercenaries. This always blew me away about Carville and Mary Madeline. How that, are they married? Carville, super hard Democrat. Mary Madeline, super hard Republican. And I'm like, how do you live with each other, much less much less sleep with each other? And the answer is because they're just political pros. They they believe what they believe, but they don't care that much.
1: I was talking to someone, and I asked that question because I, I told her, I said, I have the worst poker face. I can't hide my emotions. And she said, nobody cares about your politics in this. It's about the people who you represent. There you so go. You got it. So I was like, I get you. I understand. But- I'm going to be terrible in some meetings. I know that. I know I am. <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
0: All right, let's move on to sports. Des Bryant, Jay, has got a job. The New Orleans Saints. What do you make of Desmond Bryant back in the league finally?
1: Over under on if he scores a touchdown. I'm going to go under. He does not score a touchdown.
0: But in he's playing in, with Drew Brees though. in ten weeks.
1: Let me take that back. Oh,
0: I'm, sorry. In, 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 I'm sorry. In in in. I'm sorry. Not ten. If, if, Fourteen, eight, four, four. Eight let's call it eight weeks. They got eight okay. games left. All
1: right. Jay. Eight games. He's playing with Drew Brees. Ooh, Jay. Let me take that back. I'll say under four.
0: Oh, under oh, four. okay. Under four. Under four. What? under four. It's about it's about the right number. I mean they How about
1: Brandon Marshall also being thought about sign? I didn't know he was still alive.
0: <laughs> he's around. If you're Des Bryant, you're like, okay, now here's a parade I can hustle in front of a great quarterback, a team that throws a ton, a white-hot wide receiver, and Michael Thomas who cannot be covered. I'll get single teams. I'm in. Because, you know, he's he's gone like 23 games, Des Bryant, without a 100-yard game.
1: He may not do anything 100-yard games, but he's still a beast in the red zone.
0: You would think. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We're, we're now seeing more and more what a donkey Dak Prescott is. At quarterback, he is he, not good.
1: The throw he made Monday night, I'm going to put it up there with the throw that uh, Brett Favre made on uh, in Green Bay in that playoff game. Oh God, as the worst, as one of the worst throws ever. Yeah, double coverage, and he throws a floater. I'm like, what are you? And I told my Cowboy friends, and I think I said on this podcast, Dak Prescott is very overrated. And I think I'm. Oh,
0: it's coming because, home. It's yeah, coming it's home. It's
1: really coming home. Yeah, that that tickets cashing.
0: You know who you, you know who you have to follow on Twitter if you don't already is Brian Baldinger. Oh,
1: you, I'm not a baldinger. No, he used to come on the show with uh, Doc Walker. And I thought he was dope.
0: I know, and but... and, and he was on with Nestor for a while on one on one sports, remember?
1: Nestor Aparicio?
0: Remember Nestor and Baldinger, I think, had a show?
1: Oh, my God. I I didn't know that, but that had to be the most unlistenable show in the history
0: of radio. Okay. Easy now. Whatever you thought of Baldinger, (laughs) whatever you thought of Baldinger, you got to watch his – because he'll do breakdowns of plays. But unlike some guys on the web who now have the fancy software to isolate players and draw lines and shit, Baldinger just points his phone at the plays and with his coach's clicker goes back and forth. But it's hilarious, Jay, because he's like – Look at this. Oh my God, what is going on here? Are we blocking down? Is it a wham block? Where is Tyron Smith going? This is terrible. And he's really brutal and funny. And he showed some plays for the Cowboys that were complete horseshit. Like when Dak Prescott just lets a guy who had been blocked to the ground, to the ground, Jay, right in front of him, get up and (laughs) spawn like a video game character and then sack him. And only sack him, but strip him. It was ridiculous. Like, all right.
1: All right. I, w- I will give Baldinger a look for you then.
0: Give okay. it a look. All right. I'll Just give, give it look. a
1: look. I'll give it a look.
0: All right. Meanwhile, okay. Le'Veon Bell may not play at all this year. Fuck now, that guy. <laughs> you're going to fuck that guy already. Fuck that guy. Okay. Do tell. Now you're mad. You thought you were going to get him back for the stretch drive as some insurance and some depth for James Conner. Maybe not.
1: I found out that the Steelers' offer to him was going to make him the highest-paid running back in football, but his agent said that he should be paid as a wide receiver and running back and get more money. Fuck him.
0: Okay, no. Did, no. you know what? You know what's funny is that there's now some dispute. Like, as it became apparent that maybe he's not coming back at all, they had to go read the back of the NFL monopoly box and the fine print to see well what would happen then does the second franchise tag carry over or would they have to franchise him a third time if they didn't want him to leave and that would cost 25 million because of the rules of the game like people did not actually know the rules on what would happen they think that they if they if they try to tag him again it's a 25 million dollar tag and there ain't no way they're going to do that right
1: I was reading, though, that it's another sort of tag, and it can be at a lower rate. Yes. And the NFLPA is going to have a field day.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I love that there's all these rules that basically nobody knows what they are.
1: Here's a minute. here's my question, though. Who in the hell does Le'Veon think is going to pay him the money that he's worth now? What team? Tampa. Outside of the Redskins. The
0: Jets. Buffalo.
1: Really, you think they're going to waste cap money?
0: Chicago.
1: Oh, I don't see San Francisco. I don't see it. Nobody, nobody goes down that route anymore.
0: I am literally waste
1: money on a running back.
0: uh, The Redskins.
1: (laughs) You guys wouldn't even do that and waste that cap money.
0: You got to. It's not wasting cap money, Jay.
1: It's spending it in the wrong place.
0: We need a running back. You think Adrian Peterson's going to do this again for us next year?
1: Are you guys one running back away from the Super Bowl? No.
0: No, but we need
1: help in other areas. We're one like running back. Line.
0: We're one running back away from having no running game, which is still kinda necessary in the NFL, you know.
1: You can get a running back in the fifth round. I know. If you give him a good offensive line, then you're good. You and know that on Bell is not going to get $18, dollars like he thinks.
0: That little kid no. that little kid Edo Smith for the Falcons tore our ass up on a on a bunch of runs last week. He's five nine. He's a little fire plug, and he was probably like a fifth round pick. And I'm like, why are we fucking getting these guys? So well, infuriating.
1: Well, that that probably comes from scouting.
0: Yeah, and Tevin's a
1: problem too.
0: And Tevin Coleman's their number two, supposedly a, a big notch behind Devontae Freeman. I think he's a son of a bitch as well. Angular, quick, good pass catcher. He's a bitch. Tore our ass up. Okay. I
1: don't I don't understand these people who are running um. NFL teams because it is proven that you don't have to go first round besides the New York Giants who they have a Hall of Famer in their running but you don't have to have a, a, a first round draft pick anymore running back
0: all right quiet that dog is my phone I don't, no, people, sorry people just heard my phone go to 10 percent power I think we're good for another 10 minutes wow what's going on out there
1: it's, I, they're barking at something outside. There must, the
0: there must be a black man delivering pizza. There must be a black yes. <laughs> Train your racist dogs, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, weigh in on some celebrations. What did you think of the Michael Thomas cell phone stunt?
1: I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Even that though was, he way, got, way to,
0: even though he got a 15 yard penalty.
1: Way to fake on that one. That was good. Didn't expect that. That was good.
0: But even though he got a penalty, see now this is an argument because some people were saying what, Well, the game
1: the... over by then. Though?
0: No, the there was three minutes and change. Yeah. That's that's not good because and okay. I'm and I'm okay. I'm for Call I'm nine. for creative celebrations. But you give the Rams a short field on a 15 yeah, yard no, penalty, three right, minutes right, to go, they right. drive right down in a minute. Oh fuck! Why did we do that? No,
1: you're right. You're right. Great great celebration. Wrong time. How
0: about, uh, that? How about the Seahawks with their boy band? Best one ever. Best, I, I, best spectacular. Best one ever. They had
1: practiced that. It was awesome. I
0: loved it. It involved like eight guys.
1: <laughs> and, it, and it was right. It, it, was, it looked like it was choreographed. It was great.
0: It was spot on. It was fantastic. And that came, I think, a week or two weeks after the beanball skit. Did you see that?
1: Which was also awesome very good. as well.
0: Because <laughs> he, I think it was uh, a Baldwin beaned. Uh, who's the other receiver they got, right on the knee. And then he came
1: out and started.
0: And he, Wait and he didn't so, miss him. He didn't miss him either, which was great. You know, he just drilled him right in the knee. He just runs so- after him. The 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 bowling one is probably
1: three. The beanbag bag is two, and the dancing Seahawks are one. That's the best. Wait a minute, the Steelers duck duck goose one was pretty funny though too. That was with pretty Gigi good. Smith, that was I I got I got to make a list of the best. But there, the the one with the Seahawks that was the best one ever
0: so far. All right, good game tonight, Pittsburgh versus Carolina. What are your thoughts on Cam Newton? I'm actually becoming a Cam fan jay
1: how could you wait a minute! you mean on the field is that the whole how package not be a, how could you not be a fan of cam the guy is a
0: monster i'm just well look remember where he was a couple years ago he's not like james winston no but here's the thing he got his panties all up in a wad because one old lady wrote into the charlotte observer about his end zone celebrations remember that this is en yes, route I to do. the Super Bowl and the dabbing and everything else. And he kind of took it personal. And it got way too politicized. Then there was the fumble in the Super Bowl where he elected, I ain't diving for that. My leg could get all torn up. And then the pouty post-game press conference after he lost. So there was a big run on negative cam stuff. Since then, though, see, I dig the outfits. They're outrageous. Okay, I hate that crap. Oh, that
1: crap. how can you hate I- the outfits? <laughs> Because I would, I, someone who I like to dress, I would never wear half the shit he does.
0: Uh, outfits That's, are fantastic, <laughs> and 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 he is a hell of a player to watch. Hell hey, of a I player mean, to watch.
1: He's he's Big Ben, but faster. Not as accurate, but he's great fantasy wise. Is he like the best fantasy quarterback ever? No, not he'll not ever, shot.
0: not he'll ever. But like he's good.
1: Hundred yards passing, eighty yards to fifty to eighty yards rushing a game. He's he'll really, really good. good.
0: He's really good now because of a couple things. One, Norv. Norv is doing his Norv things as a coordinator, and this is where Norv is best. And secondly, weapons. Oh. Olsen is back, which is huge. Chris, DJ Chris DJ Moore is really a good complimentary wideout for him. And McCaffrey is a badass, and I need to point it out, Jay, he is the most spectacular featured white running back in this league since John Riggins, that's okay, a fact. I'm going.
1: I'm that's going to, I, a fact.
0: Don't throw I, at me, Tommy Vardell. Don't throw at me, Mike Allstad. No. Don't even throw at me. Who was the the guy who was briefly good in Denver and Cleveland for a hot hey, second? Peyton, Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis, exactly. Christian McCaffrey this? is the most electric white running back since Riggins or Craig. Uh, what's his name? Craig James. Craig James.
1: Christian McCaffrey had a better college career than Reggie Bush in three years. Look it up. True. He had the mo- he had the most yards uh, combined. He broke the record by some guy named Barry Sanders. Yes. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is the best running back I've seen in the Pac-12 in 15 years. People are like, what about Reggie Bush? Uh-uh. It was Christian McCaffrey because he ran inside the tackles. He ran outside the tackles. He caught passes. He returned punts. He was awesome. He I love a, Christian
0: McCaffrey. He is a he. And you should call him Christian McCaffrey, not McCafferty. I don't know Didn't where you got. I say McC- McCaffrey. <laughs> I think you're saying McCafferty. I said Christian
1: McCaffrey. Rewind the tape. Because I don't I want to rewind his, the tape. I know who his dad and brother are. I yes. know. McCaffrey, I know. Yes.
0: Now McCaffrey is sweet. He is a tackle hurdling, pass catching, sideline tightrope walking. There was one play last week where he bounces it to the outside and he just, on a dime, turned the corner with his feet barely in bounds and burst upfield. It was amazing.
1: I, I He's my favorite running back in the NFL to watch.
0: More than Le'Veon Bell, huh?
1: More than Le'Veon Bell. Ah! He, he, he's spectacular. Almost as much as James Conner. All
0: right, before, crush. We, before we get to uh, fuck that guy, Alabama crushes LSU 29 to nothing. Your Alabama's
1: thoughts. the greatest team we've seen in the last – since USC two thousand five two thousand four that
0: team that's an insult to put USC in this breath with Alabama USC never played this kind of defense ever didn't have to go oh, through the hell no 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 I, no, no, no,
1: no you know USC USC had like eighteen uh, draft picks
0: Clay Matthews Ray Malaluga guys oh, no, like no, no, no. that I'm talking before that even before Keith them, Rivers. okay
1: no it was no but right. this Alabama team is the best I've ever seen
0: and Tua it, and Tua is ridiculous is he going to be a good pro
1: you know what i used to say no but then looking at pat mahomes he might be okay
0: okay um real quick uh scotland oh scotland met both flo Rida and snoop Dogg this week how, how what, percentage, what percentage what percentage of black did scotland get this week of his daily recommended allowance <laughs>
1: Oh, 95% with those two.
0: He's good. He's all stocked up. He got he got a selfie with Flo Rida at Fight Night in D.C., and then Snoop Dogg was in the Urban One studios and popped by to say hi to B, Mitch, and Doc.
1: Do you think that Scotland goes, Flo Rida, wait a minute, that spells Florida. Do you think he's from Florida? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and uh, one more thing before fuck that guy. Zion fucking williamson worth the hype i exactly not you know everyone's like yeah yeah youtube sensation seen it before playing against kids that are inferior wait till he gets to his own competition yeah he's big and can dunk the block shot fast break (laughs) and then two-handed bounce pass on a sharp angle on the money made me nearly faint holy shit
1: I know you shouldn't look ahead but I want to see him in the league. Oh my but god. But I'm going to enjoy him this season though. And by the way, if Kentucky's the third best team and Duke beat them by 29,
0: yeah, why was Duke ranked 4th? I don't know.
1: I don't like, I <laughs> who's I, I don't know who's, who's ranking these people, but yeah, it's
0: beats Duke. Worst rankings ever. Like, <laughs> why did you think they had the top three recruits in the country? That's never happened before. Why would they be fourth?
1: It makes me jealous that Maryland is no longer in the ACC because I don't get to see Duke weekly. No, but I will because I'm sure ESPN will have him on once Jay. or twice.
0: Jay, yeah, I know, Jay. I know. Jay, I you're know. gonna you're gonna get Iowa and you're gonna get Nebraska. And you're going to get Minnesota. Sure. You're going to get Rutgers. Okay. Rutgers. Listen, you you are going to get a cavalcade of the finest in college basketball. Stop being an ingrate and just take the Big Ten's money, will you? All right, here we go. Me, there we go. Here we go. F-T-G. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. Ha <laughs> ha, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, here we go, Jay. Who is your FTG for the week?
1: So last so uh, last week, Willie McCovey passed away, of course. And yes. I was listening to uh, John Feinstein do his CBS Sports Minute or whatever. And he said, I'm paraphrasing, but he said the most feared hitter on the Giants was not Willie Mays. It was Willie McCovey. Oh, fuck yourself, fine, Steve. That's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm sure people walked Willie, Mc- I mean, walked Willie Mays to get to Willie McCubbs. No, shut the fuck up, Feinstein. <laughs> don't be- I mean, yes, he died. Willie McCovey was a great player. One of the best left-handed hitters of all time. But he's not Willie Mays, who's the greatest player living now. So don't say stupid shit like that. So my FTG is to John Feinstein. Go fuck yourself, dude. Fuck
0: that guy. My FTG goes this week to one Uncle Drew, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving, for getting his panties in a wad because Jamal Murray of the Utah Jazz was going off against him, and they couldn't stop him. Denver beat Boston 115-107, to and Jamal Murray had the audacity to shoot a three to try to get to 50. And then when the horn sounded... Kyrie grabbed the ball and threw it in the stands and wouldn't stop bitching about it for two days. Oh, really? In a league in which you've got Clay Thompson shooting every shot from 30 feet to try to get the most three pointers in the game, you're now worried about a guy trying to get 50 on his home court. No, I'm sorry, Kyrie. F you, man. <laughs> so <nice for>
1: you. <laughs> I really hate your ass right now. I love the phone ball, I'm sorry, that was the best
0: part. You did. You like that? Uh, it made are me you? Laugh. It are made you? Are you? Are you team Kyrie or team Jamal on this one?
1: I'm team both because team both. Time, well, There's no, no because, team both.
0: Pick yes, a team. It's,
1: it's hard to get the fitting, but I understand Kyrie because that was some bullshit. Yeah. So I, I see both. I see both their points.
0: Yeah. You know it was bullshit. Was when some who is the player for the Orlando Magic that shot at his own basket? Ricky Davis.
1: Ricky Davis. Ricky
0: Davis, he shot at his... Okay, kids, sit up on Uncle Steve and Uncle Jay's knees here for just a second, all right? Ricky Davis, once playing for the Orlando Magic, was going for a triple-double, and so he got a defensive rebound. Everyone had run back down the court. (laughs) He shot the ball wildly off his own backboard so he could record one more rebound (laughs) for a triple-double. That's bad.
1: We live in the league. Makes
0: me mad, that also makes me upset. All right, Jay, always great talking to you. Godspeed, sir, and we will chat next week.
1: Saban, good night.
0: Good night now. Football season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. Bet sides, predict scores, track player props, even do props on politics. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. If the game already kicked off or tipped off, don't worry. They've got live in-game action, sweet action, on every major event, even eSports. No better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go there, sign up, type in promo code ZABE and get a 100% sign-up bonus. It's easy, and you'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's mybookie.ag, promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary. Terms and conditions apply. Void wear prohibited. Let's end on this today. Gucci is selling $870 sneakers just in time for the holidays. Wow, 870 bucks for a pair of sneakers. That's pretty expensive. Yeah, I know, but they're Gucci. They are the finest sneakers you can buy. Gucci. Well, I mean, if they're 870 bucks, I bet they are really shiny and have gold eyelets. They've got the finest, softest, most genuine Corinthian leather for their uppers. Or maybe some exotic animal skin, ostrich or alligator or who knows what. No, no, these sneakers are actually pre-dirtied. What the hell did you just say? You heard me. Pre-dirtied. The sneakers come on purpose dirty and worn as if your dad has gone out and cut the lawn in these several times. Or maybe your kid has taken them down to the baseball diamond to field infield ground balls. (laughs) I'm looking at the pictures right now. It's crazy. And they can be yours for the low, low price of $870. I'd like to know how they pre-soil them. I'd like to know do they actually give them to somebody to go wear for a week? Because that would put stink and bacteria and sweat and callus juice and bunion gunk inside your sneakers. I would hope that they would have a robotic foot, at least, that would clump these Gucci's around in a big tub of genuine infield dirt and rub them and stomp them and move them around and go, okay, now they're pre-dirtied. But there they are. I get it. You get jeans that are pre-ripped, and that's fashionable. So this, I'm sure, will be a thing. I bet they'll be big sellers. I even know a guy, not to name names, getter, that loves his sneakers, loves his watches. He's a sucker for this kind of stuff. He'll probably get it, not to name any names, getter. There they are. Pre-dirtied $870 sneakers. This is part of the reason why so many people in so many parts of the world hate our guts. Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's your dirty sneakers. That'll do it for me. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, comment, and like. Tell three friends. Remember, podcasts are the future. They're like Netflix for your ears. Email me with topics and suggestions at yahoo.com And don't forget, sign up for Football Five Ways Friday. Tomorrow's Premium ZabeCast will have all the fantasy and gambling info you know and love, and more importantly, the info you trust. Go to zave.com slash premium and subscribe. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.